Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Welcome everyone, it's another episode, episode 417 in fact, and as a request from Shane, it is the 11th of December 2014, getting closer to Christmas. Shane misses our little date stamping of the show, so I'll bring it back just for Shane, so I hope he's happy. We'll talk to him in a minute and see if that has made his happy his day full of happiness. But we are brought to you by ATH Web Hosting, Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting, athwebhosting.com.au. Go check it out. Don't forget our, uh, our Shoutcast Radio, 24-7 radio, and that's at aussietechradio.com. Uh, it's got great shows, Obsidian Loft, uh, the two... two uh, Fat geeks or fart geeks or Ladies. something. <laughs> old fart geeks. Warlock, what is it? Old fart geeks. Old fart geeks, not old geek farts because it's a bit smelly. <laughs> old fart geeks, that's on there. I think he's done a couple of episodes. We'll ask him when we get to him. We've and done also, another one. Oh let's, well, oh, let's get to him right now. The, hello, Warlock. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> now tell us about it. What's going on? Oh, we did uh, another Minecraft Obsidian Loft uh, episode and another old fart geeks. I've just got to produce them and get them uploaded. Because right. uh, next week I'm on uh, two deal ten all week, so I won't be able to do any podcasts. So. Is that the night shift? That's the evening, afternoon to evening shift. The oh. night shift is uh, ten p.m. to eight a.m. You're like a policeman. You're doing shifts all over the place. I know, right? Yeah. All right. Now, uh, <laughs> let's been see. shopping too. In shopping, to, yeah. Well, I had a um, LCD TV. Mm. For about seven or eight years that I bought when I was up in Brisbane, that cost fifteen hundred bucks back then for twenty-six inch TV. You know, mm. fifteen hundred bucks gets you these days. Yeah, the space shuttle. <laughs> I know, right? For so yeah. every time, uh, well, it didn't matter when I was in Sydney and Brisbane because I didn't have any visitors. But now I got down in Melbourne, I've got visitors coming all the time, and all the little kids are like, "Wow, your dad's got a really little TV, hasn't?" <laughs> like, <laughs> Fine. what's wrong with your dad? Yeah. I went out and got a uh, 50 inch LCD TCL. It's really Ooh, good. Ooh, nice. Smart, yeah. smart TV. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you got your Google Chrome or what do you got going Roku. on there? Chromecast? Roku. Oh, okay, cool. All right. And uh, my uh, little 26 inch TV went to my daughter's bedroom with the Apple TV and it uh, she can watch stuff in there through the Apple TV. Cool, cool. All right. Now, Shane, how are you? Good. Um, I have a similar week to um, to Warlock while we're comparing size of TVs and everything. We um, about ten years ago we bought a an LG forty two inch, one with a big kind of frame bezel edge kind of around oh, yes. it, and it's only an LCD, and that was five grand ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, for right. eleven hundred. This was six hundred ninety dollars <laughs> for fifty inch. Now that's how much it's changed. Oh yeah, for eleven hundred dollars we got a sixty inch um, LG. Uh, LED thing. The only thing that annoys me about it is you can't set, or at least I can't anyway, I can't calibrate the TV so ah. every every picture looks good. Like I'll get it right for, say, um, you know, Foxtel yep. and then regular TV will look crap and then yeah. I'll get it right for regular TV and Foxtel will look crap. Well, why don't you just get it right for the 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 uh, test pattern, the calibration screen? And then just watch that. Don't watch right. anything else. You've got to calibrate it. You've got to calibrate it with the text Yeah, but don't with the cal- with the calibrator. If you get it done properly, don't they have like a special thing over that they stick on the screen that measures yeah. the yeah? You can get those guys come in, but you can do it yourself if you follow the instructions. Um, but you can get guys to come in and do it. Yes. Yeah. Now, well, it was funny when I was getting mine. Uh, I was talking to the guy at the Good Guys, and he's. I said to him first thing when I got there, I'm like, I'm just comparing the TVs here, seeing what they look like at a bit of a distance. So I said, he's like, oh, what do you know about them? I said, well, I know there's about two companies in the whole world that make panels. So all of these got the same panel. 
It's just slightly different inside. He's like, yeah, and then he tried to sell me on uh, Samsung for an extra $83 because it looked better. I was like, dude, we just agreed. <laughs> they got exactly the same panels in most of the TVs. Yeah, what it are you doesn't look that much better. And you get one-year warranty on the Samsung, whereas the TCL you get three years warranty for $83 less. Yeah. So yeah. not only does he try and get the extra $83 out for the TV, but then he's like, well, then you're going to need an extra couple of years' worth of extended warranty. That's only $100, so nah. there's $200 more for his commission. I think we're, like, did you get the extended warranty? Well, the TCL comes with three years anyway, so that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, well, that's all right. That's good. Yes, uh, I got wait, me little laptop. Yeah, me me thing, me bother, me pro, yoga. Uh, it only come with one year. I'm not sure if I want to extend that or not. I think I should be right. But anyway, you know that if you buy a Dell computer, laptop, <laughs> or, or any computer um, through their business section, even if they're you're a, like a, a, just a normal consumer. You get automatic three year lap three year warranty. Dell's no, brilliant cost. products, you know. I I I love Dell. Yeah, well, I had an, I rang him up today uh, to get a service call, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, had it all done. And, and as a matter of fact, it was uh, the the service call was I rang him up today. The service call was done yesterday. How good is that? Uh, because <laughs> I'm serious. Because what had happened was I tried to organise a service call for one of my customers, and unbeknownst to me, the the technician had already gone out, fixed the machine. I'm on the phone today organising it still because I didn't think we were that far. And <laughs> I, time travel. No. You've just broken time travel. I know. I said they're, they're great. even better than Apple. They are. They are. They're one of, one of the best. All I right. wouldn't go that far, but they're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't say how many were. I didn't say how many were in the, um, the, the group of the best, though, Eric. No, I could have been talking right. the top thousand. So, so Dell, <laughs> twinkle in the eye. Free samples. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, Eric, how? Yeah, how, how Macintoshes, how, do they? <laughs> Dell. It's no good to uh, Eric. No, no. That's that's I, I, Eric's got Dell. Del. Eric's oh, got Dell. If someone gave me a free Dell that was a, what do you call those, the thin ones, what do you call those, Ultrabooks. Yes. Right? Yeah. If someone said, here you go, I'm not going to knock it back. They're beautiful machines. Mm, I just are. happen to like apples. Mm. But if someone wants to give me a Dell, quite happy to accept it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, wouldn't you? I'd, I'd be quite happy to accept a, an apple. You could yeah, probably get uh, <laughs> on it anyway. Yeah, all right. Uh, I tried that. <laughs> what did you try? Hackintosh. It's very hard to put. Apparently, anyway, good evening, everyone. I'm Eric. Nice to see you yeah. again. Um, hey, anyway, Eric, welcome to the show. <laughs> no, no problems 20 minutes in. <laughs> the, um, the, apparently, it's easier to make a Hackintosh out of a desktop Dell. It is, yeah. Then it is a laptop it's deal. Easy. It's, it's just really, the, really the motherboard is made. It's just it's a nightmare. I've tried drivers. What I've is tried. well? When, why why did you single Dell out there? Is that is that the best hardware no, to use? They're the best ones apparently to make a Hackintosh out of. Yeah, okay. From yeah. what I've read, mm. from what I I've read because they've got, got like really good robust systems. See that yeah. can do that can handle a Mac operating system and components in the Dell desktops that they do in the Apple anyway. It's all compatible. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nice. So nice. there you go. Go so buy you... Dell, everyone. They're fantastic product. Yeah, go buy Dell. What do you reckon, Shane? Anything? Any words you want to say? Oh, he's falling asleep. We're putting... Not really. No, you've covered everything. <laughs> yeah, covered everything. All good. Yeah. All right. Good yeah. stuff. Now let's get on to more important things. Now more important things is uh, how's this story here? The uh, hacker group takes down Xbox Live and uh, the PlayStation Network, and apparently it's all going to happen again and more more uh, severely on Christmas Day. So that's no good, is it? I don't... I don't. No, well, well, who's going to play Xbox on Christmas Day except for the kids? No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Sony's just, ridiculous. They keep getting hacked the and they're kids. like, we don't, need, we don't need any security in our place. They, have, they were quoted as saying, why spend $10 million on security to pre- protect $1 million worth of data? You know, let, it, let the hackers come in. I don't care. And they did. And it was hilarious because they published everything. A hacker group called Lizard Squad has taken credit for shutting down Microsoft Xbox Live and Sony PlayStation uh, Network separately over the past week or so. Now the group says it's going to continue to wreak havoc, and especially on Christmas Day, it wants to take down Xbox Live on Christmas Day. The group communicates largely via Twitter. Well, I reckon let's let's close Twitter down. Close Twitter down. Problem yeah, solved. Close it down. Uh, we're at delights in takedowns with messages like Xbox Live, hashtag offline, and PSN login, hashtag offline. Uh, Lampoon's... Att- what? Lampoon's attempts to stop it and makes threats. 
they lamp- well, is it National Lampoon? They, lamp- yeah. <laughs> they lampoon. I've He's had, on community now. I don't think I've ever seen lampoons in a in a sentence before, <laughs> except to talk you about know, the it movie. It was funny though when you were saying, "Oh, they did Xbox One and they've done PlayStation Four. They're moving on to the next." I'm like, "What is next? Wii U or something? Who's going to hack the <laughs> Wii U network? <laughs> Nintendo is safe. They got no problems. No one gives a damn." Lizard Squad uh, apparently uh, it, it is believed to be using a uh, D- DDoS attack against uh, against these uh, systems, but they're both Xbox and uh, PlayStation have effectively denied that this is what's going on. So uh, they're saying that we've got some slight technical issues. Neither Microsoft, yeah, blah, blah. On October, on December 25th, uh, we will tap into Microsoft and shut down Xbox Live forever. So enjoy it. Enjoy there it. There you go. Forever. Enjoy it. Wii U, everyone. Unhackable. Brilliant software. Yes. Purely, purely a coincidence, I think, but... Uh, towards the beginning of this week, I sent out a tweet that said something along the lines of um, Sony hacked again, Microsoft Xbox has never been hacked or anything like that, or hasn't been hacked for a while. I'd be um, yeah, looking at Microsoft employees be on my shortlist or something like that. And then <laughs> what happens? <laughs> the Xbox Live network goes down as well. Mm, mm, nasty, nasty stuff. All right, let's, uh, Jace. What have you What have you got to tell us this week? You haven't been on for a, a week or so. I haven't been on for a while and won't be on next week, so might as well get something in. Yeah, get it all Australians out. caught downloading illicit content will be warned to stop. Ooh. Please don't download that bad stuff, you naughty people. Ooh. And internet companies will be compelled to help film and music companies take legal action against repeat copyright infringers under government changes. The Abbott government issued an ultimatum to internet service providers on Wednesday to reach an agreement with film and music companies within four months on an industry code to tackle online piracy. If ISPs and right holders cannot reach an agreement by April, then the government will create a binding code for them, Communications Minister Malcolm Turnbull and Attorney General George Brandis said. The code must include a warning notice system in which repeat illicit downloaders are sent notices informing them they are infringing copyright. It will be educational rather than threatening in nature. The disappointment of rights holders, the code will not have to include tough penalties requested by some, such as Village Roadshow, including throttling internet speeds for repeat offenders. Well, what's the what's the uh, the deterrent? Just don't do get, it, or just, they'll send you a nasty letter. Oh yeah, I get and sick of getting. Watch out. Yeah, I get 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 sick of sent, getting letters. I hate getting letters. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. letters, and you think you know, you know, oh gee, I better stop. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, so well anyway, that's a bit, that, bit on it, the um, that's a bit on the flaccid side, don't you think? I think so. It's very soft. It doesn't really affect me anymore because uh, I might have just signed up to Netflix <laughs> and uh, it looks very you nice have. You're not in sure. HD. Look, yeah. <laughs> it looks very nice in HD on my 50-inch TV and that's why I gave my daughter the Apple TV because it's got Netflix and she can watch it on the 26-inch TV in a room. So we can both stream high-quality HD television, 10 bucks a month to two of our TVs in the house. Mm. Now, <laughs> I... I could I can uh, segue to a number of stories at the moment, but let's Pick go. One. Let's not go, about the segue. Let's go to this. No, not about that thing. They're they're pretty good. Have you ever ridden one? No, no, never mind. Now uh, Pirate Bay, <laughs> <laughs> it goes offline. It, uh, it's been taken down again and maybe forever. So the Swedish police. Now they're they're on top of it because the you know no one likes the Pirate. Oh, Bay. you know why? You know why they shut down? Because they kept getting sent letters. In India, and the guy said, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sick, I'm sick of, of it. They're killing trees. <laughs> the Greens the, are getting onto us. About the placid law the has got paper. to me. Yes. And, and look, I know we've, t- we've said it before, but we well, can't see them now, but they used to publish all the letters up on their site and all their responses, yeah. <laughs> which were quite hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, Swedish... Yes, the, the Swedish police have seized servers in Stockholm after a complaint was filed by a group targeting internet crime. Hmm, wonder who that would have been. In the first time in several years, the site has been taken offline rather than blocked. Now, unexpectedly, the site's co-founder, this Peter Sund, who I think, did he spend some time in jail? I think he, he, he could have. One of their founders has. I think they're all three of them. There's three of them in the can, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he's no longer involved. He's called for its premise. Hello? Who's there? Is that you? No. Hello? Hello? It's uh, one of that? our listeners. Hi, you're listening to the show. What's your question for? <laughs> Call for it. It's probably dull ringing up. <laughs> Call for help. <laughs> Leo here. Now, uh, Peter Sun, who is no longer involved, called for its premature closure. 
So there you go. Well, that's good. See, now all the piracy off the internet, so we don't ever have to worry about it anymore. So all that ultimatums to the ISPs doesn't matter because nobody's going to pirate without the Pirate Bay now. No. Problem solved. Well, the Pirate, the, the pirate Bay has and still does exist on other domains. However, they are just a mirror and there's no new content on them. So it's oh, terrible. Have, oh no! I know. Have, have the movie movie studios so it's like one. Quick flicks then. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> or Foxtel for that matter. Mm. Well, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned Quick Flicks and Netflix as well because I've got a story about them too. Me too. Uh, oh, have you? Well, you're going to be going all night with the streaming stuff. It's great. <laughs> yes. Well, you can do your little uh, story if you like because it's probably the there same. My pirate bay story. I'll just close that window. <laughs> <laughs> TV shows are coming to Presto as local entertainment giants brace for Netflix to storm the beaches. Presto is regularly mentioned in the same sentence as Netflix, QuickFlix, and Stan. What a name, huh? Huh? And it's mm. actually a very different service because it only offers movies. Mm. Isn't that fantastic? Why would you oh, sign really? up to something that's got Someone TV that just shows? offers movies. Oh, who would that be? Why would you sign up to something that's got TV and movies when you could have one that just has the movies? Oh, wow. For the right. same price. Oh, my you God. You don't need two of them. Make your mind up. Yeah, that's Rather right. Than add TV shows to the Presto library, Foxdale is partnering with the Seven Network to launch the separate Presto Entertainment Service, oh. which will have the TV <laughs> show. So you can subscribe to that one for $10 a month. And, and subscribe to movie one for ten dollars a month instead of and just ten dollars for both. Foxtel's I've got dead. A funny feeling that these idea. things are gonna take off. Yeah, yep. Foxtel's dead. They're finished. Well, they don't have a problem now because the piracy is gone because the Pirate Bay shut down. So everyone's gonna double subscribe to them instead of Netflix and mm. Quickflix. Well, and if they're Stan smart, they'd say else. fifteen bucks for both, twelve dollars for both, not ten dollars for each. That's ridiculous. I know. Right? What do I'd be saying to Foxtel's? Leave if the cable in the ground and pee off. Next. Uh, but my Netflix story was a little bit different than Jace. My, <laughs> Net- <laughs> my Netflix story. I'm intrigued. Do tell. Oh, Lee, I, do I, tell. Oh, look, I, look, I've been so enthralled in that conversation. I haven't got my little my Netflix graphic ready. And I know you like graphics, even though, you can't, graphic. even though you can't see them. This show's a bit graphic at times. <laughs> oh, not, not too much, I hope. <laughs> now, all right, there it is. See? Oh, okay. It's not there yet. Okay. Now, uh, Netflix to offer 4K content in Australia. Now, you should have bought a 4K TV, Jase. It is 4... Yeah, but your bandwidth's not enough to carry 4K. Oh, but they, they're getting That's around it. That's because the Liberal government shut down our bandwidth. The no, NBA. they didn't. Can't because the Labor those... government spent $40 billion the on, a, on a, piece of string and a piece of string and a couple of cans. Oh, uh, stupid, inefficient bastards. <laughs> now, anyway... If the, they didn't stuff it up, there'd be money enough to do it properly. Now, 4K is four times the resolution of 1080p. Users will pay more for it, though. It is one of the three tiers Netflix memberships will will offer here in Australia, and it's all going to happen in March. Uh, while it's uncertain how much 4K content Netflix can offer, it says all original content that it makes available next year will be produced in 4K quality. So... There you go. But what what sort of shows do they make? Are they into making shows? Oh, yeah. They've just mm. announced they're going to be launching another about 20 new TV shows starting next year. Every couple of weeks, they're going to launch a new one onto their system. So they're just uh, getting them all the time. That way, they don't have to pay rights. They've got their own shows. Mm. Well, look, we're, ra- we're ramping up to March. We're, we're only a couple of months away. So uh, get more of a... Sp- more of a position on what Netflix is. It says it will offer programming suggestions based on 250 tags and subgenres. It will detect over time. If a user- That's what I had to do when I was signing up. They give well, you don't have to, but when you're signing up, it says if you want to um, customize your account, you go on there and uh, it's got a list of all different genres and it gives an example of what kind of movie is for that genre. And then you can do like um, 20 or 30 different types of shows that you would like and then if you like you can go in even deeper and do subgenres of each of those shows and say what kind of things you want to see in your account. Uh, you can also set up multiple profiles. So I've got one there for my account which is um, an adult's account and then you can set one up for the kids and they log on to their profile and they see all kids shows. But as my daughter found out tonight, you go into there and you can do a search for something that's adult. You click on it, it says no, no, no. This has got parental lock. You don't have the ability to watch this. So 
Go talk to mum and dad. Mm, well, that's that's good. Well, I suppose that's uh, just just normal. They'd have to have something like that. Uh, in addition to availability through Netflix apps, the Australian service will be accessible through Apple TV, the PlayStation console, and the Google Chromecast. So that's Roku. Well. Yeah, and Roku. And a lot of TVs have it built in as well. So your television might even do the Netflix by itself. And how's this? I suppose well, this is all old hat to you, Jace. But uh, how's this? Users, I didn't know much. Don't know much about Netflix. Like I don't subscribe to it. But users can pause a movie on their home theatre screen and pick up where they left off on their smartphone or tablet. Yeah, that's yeah. damn nice, right? You yeah. can do that on um, uh, Apple TV. Does that too? Yes. Yeah, but I didn't think that. that like, oh, so you could. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you, do, do you mean streaming from the net or just streaming yeah. from another computer? Yeah. You just transfer. It's a bit – it's not as um, – I don't know what the, what you have to do on Netflix to transfer the stream from one device to another, but I know on Apple you can just go to the thing and say transfer to iPad or iPhone and then you can pick it up and nice. left left off. Yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty cool. It's a little bit – it's more complicated than it should be though on the Apple, I'll be honest. Mm. Well, I'll fix that up. Apple are really good at making things simpler. I'm I'm good. I'm glad to see that's coming the Chromecast since I've got two. I've got two Apple TVs and two Chromecast, so there you I'm, go. I'm happy You'll with that. Uh, Which uh, have you got the um, Apple TV three or two? The three. Okay. We got yes. the two, which is only 720p, but on a 26 inch TV that only does 1366 across, doesn't matter anyway. But yeah, no, it'll be, yeah, it'll be pretty clear on a 26 inch TV. It'll be pretty good actually. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Or what? Yeah, I was going to do something else. Now, Netflix, Netflix Director of Corporate Communications and Technology, oh, Cliff, Cliffy Baby Edwards, said the company had been in talks with Australian ISPs and was confident it could deliver high-quality streaming to the customers. One issue is whether ISPs will include or exclude the high data usage in monthly allowances associated with 4K streaming and whether codecs that compress a 4K stream can alleviate this. So I guess it's all... It's all it should be fine, I think, unless you're uh, Milo, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I watch 1080 Milo will be, dying, be downloading 4K. Yeah. 4K, in bytes. <laughs> I watch um, HD on mine and I've got, actually when I was signing up to TPG, I was going to sign up for Naked DSL for, um, I think it was $65 a month or something and um, that came with 500 gigs, I think. And then Mm, they said, oh, if you get the um, home phone with it, you actually pay $55 a month and you get unlimited. So if you've got unlimited, then it doesn't matter what how much your Netflix uses up because it's unlimited. That's right. Now, how's uh, I don't know how much the how many viewers or subscribers that Foxtel has. I don't think it's quite a lot. Two. Oh, what's Four. a lot? A million? Oh, I don't know, but it'd be quite a bit. But anyway, Netflix is aiming at about six million subscribers. Oh, in, they'll get that in Australia. I figure they'll get that. Yeah, they probably got half of that already. <laughs> they just don't know it. Well, they do know it. They just don't care. It says that fifty-three million subscribers worldwide. That's a lot. And in June, worldwide, and they're only supposed and they're only supposed to be in the states. Yeah, there's three hundred million in the states, isn't there? No, people? they're they're also Canada, UK, and some of Europe Canada's, as well. Canada's not a country. <laughs> <laughs> as a, in June 2011, Foxtel subscribers were over 1.65 million. Yeah, well, they're going to – look, I, I, I think Foxtel should have sorted this out ages ago. But you know when like, Foxtel first came out, right, we had three to air and you had four channels yeah. and it was ads uh, 50 minutes out of every hour, right? Mm. And, and so Foxtel, had Foxtel no came ads. out and they said, you know, the new thing, join up to Foxtel because we have no ads. Yes. But now if you go on Foxtel, oh, my God, the ads. There's more ads than TV oh, no. free-to-air. It's terrible. It's disgusting. So, um, look, and look, I can understand it because I've got to make money because they're obviously not making enough but money it's... on the subscription fees. Um, oh, they're not look, going to next year. They'll get all their money we'll through even Presto. Less next year. Yeah, look, Presto. I think... Presto, you know, Presto, you know, it's a magic thing. You know when you go pay Presto and things disappear? <laughs> That's what happened to Foxtel. <laughs> so what do you guys think about streaming? Are you going to look at getting into any of these... I'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. If you sign up to Netflix, you get one week free anyway. Just cancel it before they charge your credit card if you don't like it. But um, as I said to one of my friends, you can try that. They're like, no, I'm not even going to do that because I know what's going to happen. I'm mm. not going to stop subscribing. It's going to be good. Yeah, you forget and you think, oh, this is all right. 
What's the? I uh, could go out and buy DVDs every week, but ten dollars a month for you know unlimited TV and movies and pretty recent stuff. What am I going to care about DVDs and Blu-ray anymore? I was going to buy a Blu-ray player like a couple of weeks ago, but there's no, no point. No, you don't need it anymore. Uh, what about you, Shane? What do you think of any uh, streaming you get into? Um. I'm in a situation where obviously I know the latest and greatest technology and kind of how to use it. It's just trying to convince the rest of the family that DVDs and and the like aren't worth the effort anymore. Um, yeah, so. Oh, the one way yeah, streaming I, of Netflix. Who buys DVDs? Yeah, we well, do. Well, look, I, I would say that I would probably give this Netflix a go. Like, depends on how much it is. Uh, yeah, look, the, this year or this year it spent. Three point two billion on content. So I mean, and I, look, I think it would it just go. It goes. All this sort of stuff goes for back up, regurgitates or whatever back up the line. So if Foxtel went to the movie houses and said, "Listen, we're stuffed. You, you know, we we got to drop some ads. We, we can't make any money. We're dying. You need to give us your service for cheaper." I'm sure they'd come to some arrangement. But now mm. they've waited that long. That here we go. Stan's come in. He's come in with a, he's with a, a with a wrecking ball. Stan's a man. Netflix is coming in. You're, Quick flicks. And yeah, and presto, as Eric said, presto, they're all gone. And, and that's the way that I think Fox. I reckon. Look, Foxtel will will adjust their model. They'll have to. They'll have to. Yeah, like, you know, they think you know you can watch Foxtel on your iPad of, now and all that. See, the only problem is with Foxtel on your iPad, is that you they've limited it to five devices. Right. Which is not too bad. So. Oh, Not you... including the, the set-top box, so five additional devices. So if you've got... I thought you could only run it on one at a time. No. Oh, that's all right. That. You oh, can okay. get extra, TV, extra Foxtel boxes for other rooms. No, no, yes. not that. Look, you but... can watch it on the device. You can, watch it on, you can have five yep. iPads in the house watching Different. the same channels that you watch that you're signed up to. Well, that's all right. right. Yes. Well, that's so, cool. they're, so they're changing in that sense. Yeah, um, so with you know, the you can, Netflix you can that I got, Foxtel you could have $7.95 a month. You'd have seven dollars ninety-five a month for standard definition one device, eight ninety-five a month for two devices HD, and then I think nine ninety-five a month, and you get a lot more devices, and um, the four K will come down. Mm. But look, I just think that it's just uh, it's, look what what Foxtel is going to have future. this catch up catch up service. Yeah, they'll like, have to change their model. They have oh. to. They do, they they'll just go full mm. Presto and forget about the actual Foxtel well, stuff. Foxtel are bo- make, they make, Foxtel are making a bid for Channel 10, so that's all part of it as well. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, look, as that's I said... a funny thing. Presto is Foxtel partnering with Channel 7. <laughs> well, then <laughs> they'll have their figure in each pie. Yeah. Well, they might be. They might be. All right, let's, let's move on from uh, Netflix. I think everyone thinks it's a good idea, and, uh, and Shane will convince the family sooner or later. Yeah. Now, the only problem is, just before we move on, just one more thing. Yes. Um, is that none of these services have everything. There's still going to be an element where you're going to have to go somewhere else to get a particular TV yeah, like show. Game of Thrones. You can only get Game of Thrones in Australia through Foxtel. They've got um, the contract for that forever. So you, if you want Game of Thrones, you can't get it through Netflix or HBO or Hulu or Stan pirate. the Man or any of these things. It's Foxtel only in Australia. Or Pirate Bay. The thing is, though, you're right, Shane. Look, for example, you you might just want to watch Foxtel and you want to watch the free-to-air channels and when you're sick of watching the news or Tracy Grimshaw or whatever. um, (laughs) ABC 24. Because she's very attractive. ABC 24, communist bloody rag. Um, Then you want to think, oh, let's watch a movie. So it's it's an all-in-one thing. You don't have to switch. You you don't have to get up and switch devices and click this and click that. So that's what Foxtel's got going for it. But if you get it on Netflix, you can only watch movies or TV shows that they've got on there. You can't say, oh, let's what's on the news tonight or you know, the kids want to watch Disneyland or, or not, uh, Disney or Nickelodeon or something or like that. So, but if you, if yeah. you get a, a, a true smart TV, like can't, you, can't you just push a button on the remote from go from yeah. TV channel to Netflix? Netflix and, to whatever, yeah. So you don't have to load up your phone. I'd like a smart TV to be bought, and I hope Apple comes out with this, where... In the firmware of the TV is the signal feeding into, say, your Foxtel box. Yeah. Then another button, Apple TV's built into the actual TV, Roku box, Google. It should all be apps. Right. Yeah. It's all in, in the firmware. So you don't Roku's, need. Roku's doing that now. You can get Roku tele, television televisions right. now. Well, see, nice. they need, 
a tele TV that has all of it in there. So you don't have all these separate devices plugged into your TV and just cluttering up the joint, which I mm. hate. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, moving on, I'll tell you what else is uh, coming to TV. Oh, but just before we do, is uh, so Netflix, how, how current is the TV shows, Jay? So say, say, Doctor, say, for example, Doctor Who. Can I go to Netflix and watch series? Season eight. You can watch okay. it all the way back to the 60s. Right, for 10 bucks a month. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's, that's good. And it's on demand, whereas otherwise you... Yep. My Synology box is pretty much useless now. <laughs> oh, poor Synology. It had one a good, more question or point I want to make about Netflix. I'm under the impression that the catalogue that we're getting is different to the catalogue that they have in it the will be, United yeah. States. It will be initially because they've got to come up with licensing agreements. They can't break any licensing agreements with mm. anyone else. But they'll work so on it. Get, okay, get, they get started Netflix in the States. Netflix. They had very little content in the States. But then they work on, they get more contracts and they get more content and more subscribers and so on and so on. So it'll take a while to ramp up here. But you've got to be patient. That's all. Now, another new TV channel... Has as arose, arisen, <laughs> but was, of, of, of yeah. sorts. It's uh, what is it? Hey Hey dot TV. Yes, I, know. I had a look at it. It's a really crappy website, but there's a lot of. Um, oh, but they want you want you to pay. Mister Summers, Mister Summers. Look, I didn't mind. Mr. I thought Summers. the website was clear, and I think it's probably made for older people because it's nice yeah. and big. Yes, Mister Summers. Yes. But anyway, Hey Hey Saturday, that's what we're talking about. It's where you'll find – so what's happening is that they're putting back catalogue up on the heyhey.tv. And, yes, Eric, you do have to – it is free. I think you can watch – Some, some yeah, bits. Are- some bits are free. And then there is a premium uh, section to it as well, which I think is about 60 bucks a year. I also think that – and he sort of didn't say this in the interview on Channel 9 – that I think they're going to use this – heyhey.tv as a sort of research platform as well to see what the demand is for their shows because he did mention that um, there will come a time he said something to, to like these words that will be live streaming so he's mm. trying to get a feel of people is if there's demand for him to do another show yes but but instead of on on the network it'll live stream It'll live stream and yes. that's all that's perfect now because he'll just sell that content to Netflix or Presto for example or he'll just or just Sam. <laughs> or stand, or just provide it as the premium service and just rake it all in himself. Yeah, well, so, he'll do that anyway. Uh, or he could just stream well, it with get his... a bigger distribution network. Mm. Um, if you just sign up with one of the the big guys, even you might be giving away thirty percent. But thirty percent of um, you know, I'd rather keep seventy percent of a billion than seventy percent of nothing. Yeah, well, that's right. So apparently, so Daryl's come out and he said, "This is where you will find fun-filled clips from the show, all the latest and greatest news, uh, full of hey, hey." Full episodes of Hey Hey, so apparently it goes back quite some time. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they've been digitizing. It took I took them about five years to digitize everything. So they like so that means like uh, restored into widescreen. Is this? I don't know. Don't know about that. But they've all I know is they've they've converted everything to digital. Mm. Whether it's widescreen and they've touched up the the colors and the resolution, I don't know. Now, never have full episodes of the show been released, not on DVD and not as reruns on TV. Well, as you would expect, because it's, uh, it's current content. So yeah. you don't release the news onto a DVD. You know, yeah. it's, it's just con- it's datable stuff. Uh, but yeah, stuff that dates, yeah. Yeah. It's, look, I don't know. How would he go with, with rights, do you think, of a lot of stuff? Like, it w- he owns it. it. No, he but, owns it. No, but I mean, like, say he goes, okay, well, here, can't, here we do a, uh, I don't know, say he goes, he, he plays Molly's segment every day, but Molly doesn't want him to do that. He goes, no, I don't want that segment. No, but you can't do that because when Molly was working for them, he, he was signed, signed up to Summer's Carol. Right, that, yes. That content belongs to Summer's Carol. Yep, yep. Uh, when making episodes available on demand, so you can watch what you want, when you want. So when, you, yep. and you can choose how you want to watch it. Stream the show on Saturday evenings to relive the hey, hey magic. Oh, <laughs> but then they moved to Friday and then Thursday and then Saturday and yeah. Hey Hey Saturday on Wednesday, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <that's> <laughs> well, I don't know how far back this goes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, it might go back as far as Jackie Mac because he was that. They were pretty funny episodes. Well, I suppose it's all funny when you. They're all pretty rem- funny. Rem- I used to quite enjoy them actually. They're all pretty mm. funny. Well, it's something it. you used to watch when you were getting ready to go out. Yeah, exactly. And I remember watching it when I was a kid. You know, yeah. on Saturday mornings. On Saturday morning, yeah. Yeah, where it started. You're still a kid inside. Yeah. As long as they don't do anything to upset Harry Connick Jr., then I think they'll be right. <laughs> Again? <laughs> well, are they going? Yeah, are they going to show that part, for instance, or is that just being deleted, cut and deleted? And well, we don't know. Hey, it started in 1971. Yes. What a great year that was. 
A lot of important, awesome people born in 1971, I should say. No, it was just a warm-up to 1973 when the good Hey, young fellas, get off my lawn. But warm anyway, up. you can go to heyhey.tv and uh, have a bit of a squiz. And uh, look, there's some probably some clips up there now already. So go and check that out. Uh, Shane, did you bring along anything this week? Did you jot a few things down? or uh, What have you got No, not really. I'm quite happy to contribute to any of the stories um, and any topics Bar a couple that you wish to talk about. What is that um, on your monitor screen? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. You can't really see. What's that one behind you? We thing. can't see what brand it is. And what is on that screen behind you, by the way? Yeah, well, I'm not going to tell anyone what's on the screen because that's going to be a bit of a quiz to you know all our listeners and viewers. Well, the listeners will find the viewers, that Yeah, the listeners <laughs> won't be able to join in, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, yeah, for those who can tell me by the you know, by the next episode just leave some sort of comment on the Facebook page um, or you know send me a send me an email or send me a tweet to let me know what that behind me is a representation of what is it Quartz? they are the building box of the Higgs boson something the Higgs boson <laughs> all right we don't know that looks too complicated for me so I'm just gonna head on to another Math is hard. The building blocks of matter there you go yeah, there's a special name for what that represents. Well, let's have a quick look. Mm. Don't give it away. He wants to see what people respond. Mm, I don't it's know. It's audience participation time, boys and girls. Well, I hope, you're pa- ready. I hope you're paying attention to the lounge, Shane, because that's where people will be answering feverishly right now. Upside down, Miss yeah, Jane. I'm looking at all two of us. <laughs> all Me right. being one of them. <laughs> there's more there. Is Milo there tonight? P.A.? P.A.Z. Oh, he, he, he probably started off there, but then... Oh, that's so Annan guy. Then he was getting 4K, so he had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, where are we going? Um, Jay, photo, sharing, photo sharing social network Instagram continues to grow, announcing it has now more monthly active users than publicly traded microblogging site Twitter. In a blog post published this week, Instagram CEO Kevin Systrom said Instagram had 300 million monthly active users, while at last count, Twitter had boasted 284 million. Twitter has been struggling to maintain momentum amid several consecutive periods of slow growth and questions around whether it could ever reach Facebook-like saturation. Facebook currently has 1.3 billion active members. Meanwhile, the Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah, meanwhile, the Facebook-owned Instagram appears to be thriving on the ease with which its users can capture a moment of their lives and share it instantly, a process which is more awkward and takes longer on Twitter and Facebook. On average, Instagram users share 70 million photos a day. To date, users have shared 30 billion photos. Wow. Do you use Instagram? Yep. My daughter has got two accounts on it now, oh I've discovered. God. Yeah, I, look, I don't know. I don't really... Look, I see the attraction, but... I'm not a big photographer. Can't be stuffed. <laughs> I, don't. I don't mind taking photos, but Instagram just, 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 I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's. I do it once too. in a while just to get a photo that automatically sends to Facebook because I don't want to open the Facebook app and then scroll and click yeah. the photo button and then stuff around. Now Instagram that'd be a just good open idea. it, click, go. Well, mm. I could do it that way. I could do that. Uh, yeah, Facebook, I don't know. You take a photo, you can just. Push the share button and share it straight away. It's pretty easy. I don't. Yeah. This shares to Twitter and Facebook and other oh. places, interest and stuff too. I think if you've got those. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to. Um, I might have to revisit uh, Instagram. Yes, you will, Glenn. Won't you? <laughs> I might just have to. Now look, Windows Ten. Wow. <laughs> it's coming. Apparently, it's going to be ready for installation, full version on our desktops in autumn. No, spring. Eric, spring, isn't it? Eric can Our hardly spring. wait for that one. What's that? Windows, Windows 10. 10. Uh, look, they have to give it away because no one was going to buy it. Mm. Well, that's the other story because... Unless uh, you've got a Dell. Then you don't mind buying any Microsoft product if you've got a Dell. When, yeah. <laughs> when did you last buy a new version of Apple OS? Snow, um, Snow Leopard, wasn't probably it? Probably Safari. Not Safari, what was that? Snow what's Leopard. Snow Leopard. Mm. They're like 30 bucks. 30 bucks. They're 29, $29, yeah. Now they're all free. Mm, so correct. why would you... What, Windows, Microsoft's got to give it away. Come on. Well, they have to. They're going into subscription models, though, so people are going to be subscribing to Windows the same as they do with Office 365 in the next mm. year or so. I suppose does it, if that's, as long as it makes them the money, I suppose. Like many analysts have speculated that Windows 10 could move towards subscription-based service. 
Uh, Even Microsoft doesn't care so much about the software anymore because they've realized, like everybody else, the important stuff is get everybody to use your cloud servers. Whether you, they need to be, they found out with Satya Nadella coming in, they need to be on Android, they need to be on their Windows phone, they need to be on Apple devices, they need to be on Macintoshes so that people will pay yeah, that's right. subscriptions exactly. for the and data. If you're, accessing, there. If, you're, if you're accessing all of that using a Windows platform, then that's what they're happy with. Hmm. Uh, Apple's offer of a free update to their latest iOS and probably the last couple of iOSs, but in particular, Yosemite has already set a precedent for this and the announcement that users of the Windows 10... Yosemite is not an iOS. Uh, Sorry, OS. OS OS 10. I I was uh, just doing iOS. (laughs) (laughs) You're a pirate. I I am bloody I am I am. Uh, hey, always. He's got the green shirt too. There we go. The, the Google. I love the Google tax. <laughs> Those varmints. Although based on last week's show, he might have thought he was putting a brown shirt on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, isn't it? I thought it was a brown. All right. Now, oh look, why do these windows keep popping up? Now, uh, where was I? I don't know. Windows, windows ten. Technical build. Hang on. Where am I? Where I am? Hands up if you downloaded it and used it. Anyone? Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I yep. put it on the virtual machine. It's all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. Quick, quick. So yeah, but so what they're saying as well is that uh, it also could be available if you've downloaded the technical preview uh, when it is released. You could also be getting it for free. Uh, mm. So it, look, go and grab a key for the technical preview. Download it just in case. You know, just in case, who knows what's going to happen. Well, the thing is, when I downloaded the technical key, it it normally used to tell you that this software will expire in 90 days. Yeah. I got none of that. It just seems to be like a free working beta. Yeah, but it's... No no expiration date. Yeah, but I suppose maybe they know that it's just going to... It's not stable enough to be used, and by the time the stable one comes, they'll ping that little 90-day thing in. I don't know. Possibly. They'll probably just put a little code blocker in there, and you can't use it anymore but i would i would find a subscription model to windows uh, quite acceptable would anyone yep. would anyone else even look now you can get it it's pretty cheap now you can buy windows 8 or windows 7 for you know for home for and you can put it on three pcs for 175 bucks or something mm. you know still more expensive than apple but yep. hey a lot better than paying 600 bucks for vista that piece oh, of yeah. garbage yeah so i think look i think you know, Microsoft is probably in between a bit of a rock and a hard place. Being a, you know, that that and the difference between Apple is Apple's hardware company, Microsoft software company, and that, that, you've got to pay for software. But they're the now way, going into hardware. They've, they, that's why they bought the Nokia brand, and then they call it Lumia, and their phones are apparently selling quite well. They own a lot of computer hardware companies and parts as well. You know, it was years ago when um, every time like Windows 95 came out and then 98 and things like this and I jokingly said to some friends, oh, you know, um, it's like uh, Microsoft have got shares in a hard drive and RAM company and they do. Like, they yeah. work for Microsoft and they're like, no, we don't have shares, we own them. Yeah, no, that's right. There was always a set set of hardware that used to go into the Microsoft computers. But uh, yeah, so they own, the, they got the Surface now. Mm. You know, they're into hardware. They've got the Xbox. And look, look, I've been using the little Yoga Pro. You know, it's a touchscreen Windows 8.1, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. And look, the, the apps are not a plenty, you know. Like, they're, they're not... Uh, they like, are a bit slow, but that's the developer model of Microsoft. It's actually quite, quite archaic because they don't um, release the... What do you call that? The S- SDK software, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. Software what development kit. Yeah, software yeah, development kit. Yeah. So they, they'll, they'll release it a week before they release the operating system. It's like, well, how can I develop for the operating system? You've got to release it months in advance. Mm-hmm. And the other problem is they've been the... annoying their developers because they said, oh, all your apps should be done with Windows form controls, all apps with Windows form. No, wait, hang on, we're going to go to .NET. Everything needs to be .NET. Oh, no, wait, hang on, everything's got to be That's Silver. Right. No, we killed Silverlight. Uh, everything's got to be F sharp. No, we're killing F sharp. Everything's got to be in. And then they yeah. say, after all of that, I will release it. Every, you can you can have it a week before we release the operating system. Yep. Well, how can the I? Developers that's just like Apple. They've got to make. They've got to stick stick to a platform or a coding method or whatever you want to call it. Release the SDK to developers months in advance, like they do with Apple and Google for that matter, and mm-hmm. Android. 
Mm. And so by the time the operating system is ready to go live, they've got a bunch of apps ready to hit the market at the same time. Mm. Yeah, Makes sense. They're stupid. Yeah, because like I wanted to, like I've subscribed to a few PC magazines on the iPad, and I want because I wanted to migrate from the iPad to to my you know Windows so-called tablet now, and I couldn't download. Like, there's no magazine app. Like there's a magazine app, but it's all to buy the physical version. Yeah, there's right. no there's no online version. Uh, there, there's so you use the digital version to order the analog version. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, exactly. Just get a Kindle app and be done with it. Congratulations, Microsoft. Yes. It's like using Kindle to order a physical book. Yeah, that's right. So, look, I'm sure it'll come. Because as, as mentioned last week or a couple of weeks ago, the, uh, the, the Surface 3 has been selling like hotcakes. So I think as time goes on, uh, more apps will come. And look, I, I, look, I, think, I honestly think that the Windows on a tablet is great. I, I like it. That I operating system, I agree with you. That Windows 8 on the tablet is good. On a computer, it's garbage. Oh, I don't get the same... The same uh, yeah, oh. I know, but you're on the... And Windows side. Phone it's, apps. Minecraft Pocket Edition just came to Windows Phone this week, so there we go. There Problem you go. Solved. Oh, now, Jase. Uh, t- sorry, Eric, are you going to no, keep going? I was going to say, Jase, tell us about Obsidian Loft. Yeah, Obsidian Loft Minecraft podcast. Got another episode. Man, we've had some download. Nobody watches on YouTube, but the podcast downloads, we get like 1,300, 1,400 every episode now. So yeah, nice. that's going pretty hot there. And Is that audio? Things coming up. Was that? Is that audio or video? It's a video. There's also audio version of it, which has probably got about three or 400 downloads each time. You start each selling advertising, mate. 1,400 downloads. That's ridiculous. Start, know, getting, right? start getting advertising. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. You know what we need to do, Glenn? We need to put the word Minecraft in our, in our title. Yep. Yeah, that's what we'll <laughs> that's do that. That's bait and switch. I think that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> not for Minecraft, not for podcasts. <laughs> you can put anything on. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. I, know, I think it still comes Welcome under... Welcome to the Cindy Crawford <laughs> Naked Show. <laughs> I think it still comes under the truth and advertising laws. Oh, look. We're on they the. We make money out of it. We live outside those laws. Now you oh, might. Yes, that's right, because we are lawless. <laughs> that's right. Like, just like Lucy. Now you might have asked. To, you might have asked yourself, "Where's Will?" Well, that's what we've been we've asking. Lost our will to live. <laughs> where's um? Now, that, where's that thing in the American thing? Where's Wally? Where's Wally? Yeah. Where's no, look, Where's your Willy, Glenn? Where's your Willy? <laughs> there's a lot of been a lot of storms up here, up here of late, eh? Around hey. Brizzy and I've got well, one right now. You want to listen to it? Yeah, well, we've got one going on out here too. We're bloody bucketing down at the moment. Yeah, we've got a. We've, well, I don't say bucketing, but we've got a bit of. I don't rain. know what people say about Melbourne weather. It's been great since I've been here. It's been steady. It's been quite cool, actually. Hardly any hot days. We haven't had any storms or any rain. Too much to speak of. There's been no hail or anything like that. And one of my friends actually moved from. Uh, Melbourne up to Brisbane. She's like, what the hell? Like, we're trying to get away from this stuff. Melbourne's fine now. Now Brisbane's gone nuts. Yeah, look, well, we needed it. We hadn't had rain for ages. Like, we need it. I, I don't want to see the end of it for another week. It's great. Yep. Sydney's getting blown away or washed away as well. Mm. Yeah, well, at least the dam will be full, so that's good. Now, Office uh, 365 is to be hosted in Australia. Make a lot of people happy. Microsoft will go live with locally hosted Office 365 and Dynamic CRM online by the end of next March. So that's going to make people happy, A, <laughs> because it's uh, Sydney and Melbourne, so they've got the redundancy there, all within Australia. Uh, local hosting will provide customers with, with faster performance, offer geo-redundant backup, and help address data residency considerations. Now, from March 2015, new customers will automatically be provisioned in Sydney and Melbourne and existing customers will be transitioned across the Australian points of presence. And just because it's here doesn't mean the US government can't get their mitts on it so don't get too excited. But they must have to uh, fall under more, more, or follow more closely the Australian laws though because it is held in Australia. Yeah, but we love America and we do everything they say to, so. Well, some people do, I don't. Eric doesn't. He's the wild I'm child. talking about governments. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Office 365. Fight the power. Yeah, Office 365. Now, uh, did you have anything else, Jase? You, I'm what? done. You, you're done. I'm done. You're done. I didn't know. Well, I'll, have, I'll, have, I'll keep going. Now, rest in peace, Microsoft Clipart. Wow. Uh, no. Now, Along with Clippy. Yeah, does anyone ever use Clippy? Clippy's, Clippy's been around since what, 1990? Yep. 
Yeah. Is that about right? Something like that. Something like that. Now, Clipart's going away too. Now, Microsoft admitted that the use, usage of Office's image library has been declining year on year. Well, where am I going to get all my images from my website now? They go to Google Image Search and that's it. Uh, no, Bing. Because <laughs> they're replacing it with Bing. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure they do, Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Bing is, uh, is not bad on image searches, just quietly. It's really good. Video searches. Depends what, you, depends what you're looking for. Anything. Are they censored? No. They're just good for everything. Now, it's uh, library. Yeah, so the Clipart library has been declining year on year as customers rely more on search engines. And so they've shut down the office.com Clipart section. Image library, Microsoft. Everybody noticed. No, not really. I don't think anyone did, really. Microsoft. No one uses it. No. Nah, I use it if I'm desperate. But, yeah. <laughs> if you're doing a website for a blind your person. Your last presentation in the office was it's Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft is nothing if not opportunistic. It is replacing clip art with Bing images as the default option for users wanting to insert images into their documents. The tool will also help preserve the copyright of image owners. Blah, blah, blah. You can be able to search for Creative Commons licensed pictures, a service that's been offered, as has been offered by Google Image Search for a number of years. Unlike ClipArt, the images are not... Uh, Bing images will not be vector images, as was the case with the ClipArt images. So if you're into images, you'll know what I'm talking about. If not... Well, you'll be totally confused. And it's probably confused as Victorian uh, bus timetables. Do they confuse you, Jace? The buses? I only go on the train, so... <laughs> Same thing. But anyway, something to unconconfuse you. Uh, Victor <gasps> public Move to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I just got away from that damn place. Oh, Sydney's all right, isn't it? Don't you like Sydney? Was. Yeah? You don't like well, it? I like well, it down here now. Well, his daughter's in Melbourne. It doesn't make sense for him to be in Sydney. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, I know. But what do you think is better, Jase? Like, say, Melbourne, as a yeah. place to live. I'm loving it down here. Yeah? Oh, oh. Melbourne's cost of living is way, 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 way different to Sydney. Haven't you guys got some wharfy disputes down there? I'm 20 minutes out of the Sydney on a train in city. I have to be an hour out before I can afford to live anywhere. Mm. But anyway, public transport in Victoria sets to release long-awaited real-time arrival APIs for the state. Finally. Buses, yeah, I knew you'd be... You know that they've got rid of um, train timetables on the light railway in Sydney? It's all together. No timetables. You know what they do now? What? Train comes every three minutes. That's it. Boom. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, look, it's been a while since I've been to Sydney. I didn't even know they had light rail. Yeah, they do yeah. in the inner in west. Yeah, okay, right. How long's that been in there for? Goes oh, from Central, five years. Goes from Central Station out through... Um, they call it the um, fish and chips one because go past the casino, that's the chips, and it goes past the fish market. Yeah, okay. it's all that, that way through. Yeah, sort of that that um, lily field and lily field. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah that sort of area about a little bit of back end, back end of Balmain and Leichhardt, isn't it, Jason? Yep. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so the Victorian government is going to release the APIs for the state buses and trams by March, meaning Victoria commuters should be able to rely on GPS-based arrival information rather than a static timetable. So I'm guessing, now you'll be able to uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure you will, that uh, you'll be able to look at your phone and go, don't worry about a timetable, there'll be a bus here in two minutes. Yep, Is that what I used to do that with a train. You get to the train station, you're like, this train should have been here already. So my, one of my friends on Twitter writes an app called um, TripView, which does the it's very trains, good. Yeah, yeah, very trains good. buses, and um, what are the other ones? Ferries. Ferries. Ferries, yeah. and uh, it's got the it's got a live picture of the network, and it shows where the train currently is going along the network, and it lights up and tells you five minutes late currently or currently on time or whatever. It's great. Now apparently this is already in Sydney, uh, it's soon to be in Perth, Shane, and it's already some parts of Brisbane. Now Yarra trams, yeah, yeah. So blah blah blah. Now what I, I reckon this is a great idea because look, I go to Brisbane from the from the Goldie to Brizzy. And I don't know, but you, you, you come to a certain section every on the, on the trip every time because you go on the same track every time, and it's the train just slows down. And all I reckon, and you'll probably find the same with buses or whatever, is... because it's a bend, Glenn. They have to. <laughs> well, it is a bend. No, they do it down here too. They'll go so far and they go, whoops, we're a bit yeah. late. We'll just stop here for a few minutes. Or we're a bit early, field. yeah. Yeah, so and they'll and they'll slow down. That's ridiculous. So that's better than yeah. You want to get like if if you're having a good run to Brisbane, why not get there in like fifty five minutes? Why? Because you'll crash into the train in front of you. Yeah. 
You can't be too early. Well, yeah, but you can have a good run. And if you see the train in front, you, you could just uh, like piggyback, ghost him. They should at least ghost stop train. at the station before, so if people need to hop off to go to the toilet or <laughs> something, I had to leave the doors open and look, then when it's ready to go, go again. I had to laugh the other day because, as you know, I, I listened to Lawsy of a morning and a, a lady rings up. Hello, world. <laughs> a, la- a lady rings up. Quite serious she was too. She must have been about 85 and said and said to Lawsy, she goes, oh, John, did you know that... The, the, uh, no, she goes, uh, uh, John, are there any toilets at Wiccan Station? <laughs> John just... Lawsy, you know. <laughs> He's gone. How the hell would I know? And then, and then she keeps going on about John. If if they if they've taken the toilets out at, at Wiccan Station, is there toilets on the train that goes from here to here or something? <laughs> he just goes. You he, squat out the window, love. He just goes. He goes. He goes. Well, I've I've got to like seventy six years of age, and I did not think at this time in my life I'd be giving someone lavatorial advice. <laughs> Lavatorial. Yeah. Oh, I just had to laugh. It just made me think of it. But yeah, just the crackpots that he gets sometimes is pretty funny. All right. Now, uh, now no one else has got anything. I've got, might have a couple more. Oh, now, here's here's a sad story. Uh, Ralph Bayer has died. Never heard. That's in our uh, Old Fight Geek show because it's to do with retro stuff. Oh, well, we'll have to have to tune in and listen to that one. But uh, Ralph Bayer, as you may or may not know, he is the video game or credited as the video game pioneer. Now, look, uh, I'm going to try and put a photo up for those on the video. There he is. I'll pour the, uh, uh, Here's your TV, Jason. <laughs> it is. <laughs> try and get 4K. Is that oh. a princess? I had a princess TV. Yeah, look, all... it's already switched to 4K. It's got the number yeah, four it's got on number it. four on it. <laughs> my lie, that's your TV. <laughs> It can do four colours. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Milo said he's uh, having trouble getting TV reception. He's still on the analog system. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What, if you've got a remote control that's attached to the TV, you're using the wrong TV. Hang on, <laughs> Ralph has got Wait, Milo's. I had one of those. I thought it was cool when I was young. Ralph, no, was... I had, we had one of those too. We had to get up and walk to our TV at Mum and Dad's to go to your cousin. Oh, look, it's got a cable. You can sit back here and change it. Yeah, it's good. But look, Ralph has got Milo's remote. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not Milo's remote. That's his phone. Poor <laughs> oh, Milo. Poor Milo. Only Josh and mate. Oh, yeah. you got to laugh. Your you. phone's much bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. Now, all right. Now, let's get... So this was before Pong came out. Yes. Now, uh, Ralph Bayer... He's under the armpits. There's a bit of Pong hanging out of that. Look at that. Yeah. Look, he, he looked like he was... Well, how old would he be there? That, that must be... 850. He died at 92, and yeah. that wasn't too long ago. So if that was 30 years when he invented this thing, the Odyssey, which, which was the... Uh, 1972 inspired many other firms to make their own consoles. So his console was called the Odyssey, licensed to TV maker Magnavox. Yep. Uh, so he's widely... Ralph Bayer is widely seen as the father of video games for his pioneering work that led to the creation of the Odyssey Games console. In 1966, saw him create a brown box that led that let two people take each other on in several different games, including a crude but modern, by modern gaming standards, version of table tennis. Now, look, I remember playing something similar to that. Not in that sort of box, yeah, though. Yeah, did you see my photo on Facebook this week? No. I finally tracked down the... Um, game that I had when I was young which was similar to those ones it was made one of my friends said I bet it was made by Hanamex and then last night I was doing some searches I found it oh, uh, yes. Hanamex 7771G and it had a light gun and it also did the pong and table um, handball tennis all of those things well he, you might have had a something obviously that was inspired from this, this Ralph's invention yeah they said that he like made millions out of licensing his stuff because he ended up suing um the guys, uh, Noel Bushler, had uh, Pong because mm. his came out first. So the Odyssey was the first of many game-related electronic devices that he created. Among these was the first light gun, as Jason was uh, just reminiscing about, that could be used to shoot on-screen targets. Oh, I remember that. Hmm. Yeah, how good was that? Yeah, have one of those. Yeah, yep. Uh, look, I, I, 1972 when it came out, I would have been a bit young, but by, by the time I was using it, probably been 1975. Uh, so it probably would have been close to... An original sort of one of those. I remember it was a. I think the one I was using was a Tempest machine, right? Uh, it had paddles. Yeah, and mine had paddles. Yeah, yeah they had to make possibly. 
Now, among these, uh, so among these was the light gun. Yep, he also worked. He also helped Coleco. Oh, good old Coleco Vision. Coleco developed some of its game consoles and did work on collaborative play uh, via cable networks. Always Mr. makes me think of uh, Gil on The Simpsons. You gotta buy my Coleco Vision. <laughs> old Gil's gotta eat. Mr. a pain at the door. Mr. Bayer also came up with electronics underpinning the Simon electronic game. And by the end of the... I had one of those little portable yeah. Simon game. Beep, I think you can beep, just beep. see it in that graphic there. Right down the bottom. And uh, yes, so... And by the time of his death, he had more than 150 patents to his name. So in 2004, he was... Oh, where's that picture? Why is... Get Jace off the screen. We want to look at... <gasps> Ralph. Now, in 2004, he was awarded the U.S. National Medal of Technology and in 2010 was included into America's National Inventors Hall of Fame. So, uh, good on you, Ralph, but uh, no good about you dying. No. No. Now, here's something for... Where am I? Here we go. Here's something for all you Apple and Steve Job lovers. Rare photos of Steve Jobs. <gasps> now, you have to go to the show notes to get the link. Because I can't be bothered. It was it was in a slideshow, and I wasn't going to sit there and, and take the photos out of a slideshow. But it's there in the show notes. AussieTechHeads.com.au go to the show notes. Many call the period between 1985 and 1996 when Jobs returned to Apple the start of the digital revolution, when computers became commonplace and first appeared in homes. 85 and 96. When did I get my first one? Would have been about 86. So that's pretty much on that's the button. after just before he got fired. Yeah, so that would have been just about on the button. Now, on his return, Mr. Jobs bought Apple from near bankruptcy to profitability by 1998. Now, photographer Doug Menuez had rare access uh, and has taken some snaps of this time. Now, look, I've, I've gone through the photos and, yeah, you know, there's just young Jobsy there. So rare photos, I don't know. Maybe they're rare because they don't appear in his book and this uh, old Doug had them on the cutting room floor for 30 years. Who knows? Um, now one, uh, I think I, that might be about it. Is that my last story? Yeah, I'm getting told that is my last story. Well, speaking about um, Steve Jobs, they reckon Jeff Daniels is going to star as Steve Jobs in the biopic now. Oh, really? Not not uh, Michael Fassbender? No. <laughs> Michael Fassbender. Now, uh, okay. Jeff Daniels looks oh. nothing like him. He's the bloke from Dumb and Dumber. That's right. And so yeah. who's who's playing who's playing was? Um, Jim Carrey? Seth Rogen. <laughs> Who knows? Seth yeah. Rogen. All right. Uh, Shane, any uh, comments on anything? Uh, no, not really. Um, just another reminder for all the all physics buffs out there. Um, in addition to that, um, just, yeah, if anyone can work out what that thing is on the monitor behind me, if you can see all of it. We'll have a go. All right. It's very standard. There's another hint. It's very standard. It's the uh, metal table that split in three and dropped about 20 it's items. the meaning of life. Now... No, that'd be 42. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, and AussieTechEds.com.au uh, forward slash podcast. Go there. We've got AussieTechEds.com.au forward slash paper. Uh, the Aussie Tech Radio, as I mentioned before, everything's there. Glenn, Shane, Jason, Will... Eric at AussieTechEds.com.au if you want to get in contact with any of us. Uh, yeah, so we've come to the end of another exciting show. So uh, good work, boys. Thank thanks, you, sir. Thanks. 10 o'clock, Sydney time. Thanks for coming in. Uh, just, yep, just about, just about. So thanks, Eric. Thanks for coming in. We will Welcome, hopefully sir. see you next week. Thanks, Jase. Thanks, thanks for having me. Nearly, for nearly Christmas, you. everyone. It is nearly Christmas. Holy majulies. Well, we're going to have, next one will be the 18th. And then the next week will be the 25th. So I don't think we'll be convening on the Christmas. No, so next no, week will be the last one. Next year then. Yeah, oh, we're going to probably... Well, well then the ne yes, because the week after Christmas Day, yes, will be New Year's Day. Correct. And I don't think we'll be convening on New Year's Day. No, See the first year, podcast guys. then will probably be mid-January and I'm away. Oh, That's going to be terrible. Oh, we're going to oh. miss you so much. <laughs> You'll have to phone it. Where are you going, Eric? Or is that a secret? It's a secret. Mm, I like secrets. Away. Somewhere else. <laughs> away. Down the called away. Down the street in a manger. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does Thanks. look a bit like, he's a bit like Jesus, isn't he? Thanks, Jace. We won't see you Which next bit? week. But oh, we won't see you, Jace, next week. So we won't see you until well, next, next year. year either. 
Well, Merry Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Happy New Ned, Year, Jace. Ned Flanders. Yes. <laughs> well, you, you can catch Jace. Adley, Adley. Yeah, right. And Shane, you'll be back next week. Hopefully, depending uh, on the feedback of this episode. You can and bring the... back your will. <laughs> <laughs> feedback will be great. I love you all. Yes. And Hi, then... Shane. He's a good man. There you go. Listen to that. And uh, yeah, bring back your Willie next week. Yes, uh, Willie will be back now. Put look, the mouse back in the house. As you might have noticed, yes. Look, we are just we are just we're bursting at the seams with potential hosts these days, and so uh, someone's got to take a break every week. And this week, uh, Will put his hand up, and and you know he's uh, and Jace was telling me before the show, or did we mention it through the show that he blew his his in, his new Intel machine up? Did we mention that on the show before he even put it together? <laughs> oh. Crazy. Yeah, the storm blew it up. Poor. Will. We're okay. We it blew, got two, it blew it off the shelf before pod- it was unpacked. It. Yeah. We've got two other podcasts now, so uh, doesn't matter if we miss one every now and then. <laughs> no, that's right. It gives it gives it, gives everyone a break. All right, good stuff. So we'll uh, we'll see some of you next week, some of you next year. <laughs> Who knows? Right. I'm confused. All right. Uh, but hopefully we'll, uh, you will have the pleasure of our company next week, or audio or video, whatever is your preference, iTunes, YouTube, whatever. So until then, next week, it's goodbye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Ron. Yeah.